This is The Score Podcast. Welcome again to The Score Podcast, where we always speak to the most innovative and knowledgeable groundbreakers in the financial services industry. What do we expect from the holiday shopping season? Inflation is up, but maybe declining based on the latest readouts. Supply chain issues seem to be somewhat in the rearview mirror, but consumers may be tightening their belts. The market is sending some mixed signals, to be sure. I'm Jeff Richardson, host of The Score Podcast. The script has been flipped from a supply chain standpoint. It's the opposite of last year. That's what the president of the Toy Association said to the Wall Street Journal recently. Moreover, the latest readout for inflation indicates that the rate has actually dropped somewhat to 7.7% as of the recording of this podcast. So what's in store for the holiday shopping season? In store. Get it? Sorry, bad dad joke. Anyway, today I'm joined by Tom Aliff, who leads the risk advisory practice at Equifax which of course is one of the three national credit reporting agencies and one of the owners of VantageScore. Tom has been with Equifax since 2009 and prior to that had multiple positions elsewhere analyzing and helping companies manage risk. So not to age Tom at all, but like many of us, he's seen a few credit cycles come and go. Tom, appreciate you joining the podcast today. Yeah, thank you so much, Jeff. I really appreciate it. So let's start with a little bit about you and your background. Can you tell us a little bit about your role at Equifax and your tenure there? Yeah, sure. As you described, I've been there since about 2009. During that time, I you know I come from you know data science background, classically trained data scientists, much like you and Vantage Score. I, I built uh, models throughout my career, and now in my current role, I've moved that and moved up to a more macro perspective, and has specifically come in handy given the uncertainty in the economy. While I'm not an economist, I do get to play economist many times and apply the data science principles uh, to that thinking. Yeah, I speak to about four or five national leading economists and economist-based companies. And what I've figured during that is a, a lot of times there's more uncertainty that's created. There's definitely things like inflation, GDP, supply chain that you described. And what I try to do is distill that down into action. Because with more uncertainty, how do you distill that down with action, data, scores? Awesome. And so really appreciate you joining us. And I think you may be a, a repeat guest based on your background, but let's talk about the holiday season. So when we think about the holiday season, what trends are we seeing in terms of consumer spending and consumer credit? Typically, the holiday season is the, the highest season for the increase in originations for traditional bank card, private label, co-brands. And now we've seen a rise in buy now, pay later. We've already started seeing that. I know you alluded to you know the idea that supply chain is kind of flipped the script a little bit. And we're hearing that merchants are having more inventory, more things in stock, and consumers are starting to expand the buying and shopping season. And we, we have seen some reflection of that. Specifically in the data, we've seen the highest revolving balances. So that covers both credit card as well as private label being the highest that it's ever been. Now, however, on the flip side of that is if we take into consideration inflation and the number of consumers that are participating within the, you know, the credit market, it's not growing as fast as a pace that I would have expected with inflation. But with the holiday season upcoming, we do continue to expect more applications for credit cards, balances to rise, and you know, the continued overall spending patterns. Now, on the flip side of that, with the amounts of inventory that exists, we 
are hearing perspectives that there may be too little money chasing too many goods. And so with the savings rate being at a 10-year low, consumers are likely to leverage their credit a little bit more to enable the things that they want to do for themselves and their families during the holiday season that they may have missed out on during the heightened perspective that came from the pandemic. So maybe they'll be stretching a little bit more than they have in the past, which kind of leads me to the next question on inflation. We both mentioned it. Where do we see signs of the impact of inflation on consumers' pocketbooks? You know, being a data scientist, one of the things that I really like to do is take a a term or concept that is applied at a large level and then nuance it, segment it. When we think about inflation, we can consider the overall statistic that you just mentioned. However, that statistic doesn't impact everyone. It's the things that are most essential, like rent or owner's equivalent of rent. All of the you know the things that you know someone needs, like food, gas, car, to enable to you know get to their job to be able to make the money that they need. Those are the key things that are most important. So I think as we examine that, even if inflation is going down, it's important to really understand what are the drivers of uh, the key categories that people view as essentials. And, And those are still, for many accounts, still up. Yeah. And, you know, time will tell to see if that causes people to be a little bit more conservative. But to your point, there's going to be a lot of bright, shiny objects ready for people to purchase. So I mentioned in the intro that based on what I read and and some of our data, there's some mixed signals that the economy is showing. You know, a lot of economists are predicting a recession or we're in a recession, but yet employment's high. So there seems to be some healthy signs from a credit perspective, but also signs of economic stress. How can lenders better gauge credit risk when there's some of these mixed signals out there using different tools and data? In the opening, we were talking about, I guess, more uncertainty that's created from a mixed signal. But those mixed signals do have a level of accuracy. And you know whether we're going to be in a recession or not is absolutely the $20 trillion question. However, I think the more important question is what is happening at the micro level? So we can think about macro, but applying the data science principles, we can move down to that micro perspective and understand who is experiencing a personal recession. And that personal recession is definitely amplified today because we're in a K-shaped economy. Those consumers that are experiencing subprime credits, those that have lower incomes uh, in particular, are most impacted when we look at what are the most predictive characteristics and attributes Oftentimes, I get the question, we saw scores being elevated during the pandemic because balances were paid down, delinquencies were paid off, consumers were able to elevate their score. However, they did not continue that cash flow from stimulus that existed. And so oftentimes, I'll say the credit score is the most important attribute when you're making a decision. However, it does have to be taken into consideration over time. Making sure to append credit score, you know, get Vantage score on your monthly portfolio reviews, for example. And then in addition to that, there's definitely views in terms of what are the most predictive characteristics that define what consumers are moving to delinquency. The most predictive attribute is the updated credit score. The second most predictive is, did they have a 30 plus day pass due over the last 24 months? And those views are just remarkably important to understand while the credit score may be accurate as of today, did they have something in their profile going back in time that may have altered that, that view of where the score would have been in taking that into consideration? 
a lot of interesting sort of signs beyond the, the credit score that a lender can look at. And, and I would also just double click on what you said that maybe the macro economy is doing well, but we must always remind ourselves that there are micro recessions and personal recessions. And I thought that was an excellent way to put it. We talk about credit cards. They're obviously going to be uh, pulled out quite a bit in the next six weeks. In terms of credit card utilization by consumers, how does that compare now to previous years? Yeah, so utilization, if we look at it, again, this is another statistic like inflation. If you look at it at the overall level, we're still below where we were at the 2019 timeframe. 2019 overall utilization was starting to rise. And there was definitely some stress and talk about recession or personal recession at that time. But once you nuance that data, even though utilization as a whole is down, it is at nearly a high for the subprime consumer base. Anyone experiencing subprime is having a rise in utilization and utilization in card in particular is one of the strongest indicators for moving into a delinquent status in subsequent months. Okay, so another credit insight to be watching carefully. Tom, let's leave it there and appreciate your time today. As I said, I think you're going to be a repeat guest because you had some amazing insights and just want to wish you and your colleagues and your family a happy and healthy holiday season. Thanks for being a guest on the podcast. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. I wish you all the same. I appreciate it. I think it's safe to say that no two credit cycles are exactly the same, and this one seems particularly challenging to read. The good news is that lenders have unprecedented access to data that's more timely, rich, and actionable than ever before. Whether you want to track credit health, bolster your risk management with alternative data or trended data, or see how your credit scores are performing, it's never been more accessible to obtain data needed to help answer key questions. Equifax has long provided market participants with information such as the data Tom mentioned through its U.S. consumer credit trends. And of course, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention our own tools like Credit Gauge, powered by VantageScore, which is a monthly analysis designed to track consumer credit health in the United States. According to Credit Gauge, overall consumer credit health appears stable as the average VantageScore credit score was 697 as of October, which is the latest data we have available. And that's historically quite high. But credit gauge data does suggest that some consumers, as Tom mentioned, are turning to credit cards to cover expenses and delinquencies are rising in some categories. Inflation also appears to be impacting consumer spending as average credit card utilization rates and balances increase both year over year and month over month. For much deeper analysis, go to Equifax.com or to VantageScore.com and check out credit gauge in the tools and resources section. I'm Jeff Richardson, and I look forward to our next conversation. The views and opinions expressed in this episode do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of VantageScore Solutions. Visit VantageScore.com to learn more.